Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're going to fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. Our six children will tell you that we work hard at connecting with them. They will also tell you that we ask a lot of questions and we try really hard not to judge. And do we have bumps in the road? Of course we do. All relationships can have a bad season or a bad time. The key is to recognize when it's off kilter and then adjust as quickly as you can. You know, the danger is not getting back on track. There's plenty of isolation, there's separation, and sometimes even estrangement. You know, my dad, my dad was an alcoholic. I worked with him for 25 years in the family business. And unfortunately for him, that was something that he just struggled with. My mom actually quit drinking so she could help enable it. But from the outside, they lived a wonderful life. You know, they were happy. They were in love with each other. And I have empathy and compassion for the disease, alcoholism. But there became a point in time when my three children, who were two, four, and five, became of an age that they were easily influenced. And my wife at the time and I made a decision to not let them be around my dad. A really difficult decision for you, because I know you think about it a lot, but it was really time for boundaries. And I think you told me it went on for like three years, but you did let your mom see the kids. I did. And I know that was hard on both of them, you as the adult child and your parents. It was hard. It was... It was really the most difficult decision that I've ever made. And you know, my dad never forgave me for that. But over time, as we tried so hard to to get him to, to get over this disease and he couldn't, he finally understood why I did what I did and he got over it and we had a fine relationship. And in the end, it was really the alcohol that killed him at the age of 80, well before his time. Now, this story isn't about alcoholism. It's just about the fact that I had a difficult relationship with my dad for a period of time. We had a really bad season. You did. And we share this story because we're now parents and grandparents, and we would never want that to happen to us. And it really did shape the way we live our lives and how we manage our relationship with our children. Before we get into our nine tips, let let us give you a little perspective on Mark and I. Our kids transitioned into adulthood pretty recently, all of them. There are six of them. They range from age 37 to 24. You know, can be a challenging time. They get get jobs. 
They're looking for meaningful relationships. They're moving all over the U.S. They bought their, you know, when the, when the kids buy their first car, they, they get into a deep relationship like Jody just said. They start to have a family. Maybe they get married. You know, we nurtured and influenced them for a long time. And for we, most of their life up until then. And we did the best we could with the tools that we had. But as they became of age and they moved from being dependent to independent, they all started to change a little bit. They did. They, they really looked at themselves, where they came from, and their characteristics, their traits, their identity, and who they wanted to be. So what we learned is that, and I reflected back on my time at that time, getting my first car, getting married, starting a family. I changed. I didn't turn into what my parents were. I turned into what I think is a better version of them. So we have experience there. And we just wanted to reflect on this to give some perspective to what the kids are going through. And as they start to figure out who they want to be, you, you don't want to take it personally that all of a sudden, you know, they're now changing to something Different. And really that perspective was there for you to take that first step and reflect back on your childhood and your relationship with your parents. You know, one of the things that we have that our children don't are these past experiences, you know, past mistakes, past heartbreaks, and a tremendous amount of wisdom. So let's jump into the nine tips. You know, first, our research included many experts in this, this area, many articles, many institutions, and our own experiences. And we had our own little kind of group with our children that we could bounce some ideas off of. Well, so, I, I would say it was more than a group. We actually took the time. Well, it was a focus group. Well, yeah, focus group with our kids. Yeah. Well, that's a different thing. Did we call it that? We did. We did not. <laughs> We called each of our kids and we had a conversation about about our relationship and we actually got some really great feedback, which was fun. Some of the things the, they said were, um, well, you go to bed earlier. Oh, sorry. You, you eat dinner earlier. What else did they say that was kind of funny? Sometimes you're rigid. Oh, you were a little more rigid. Why do you keep pointing at me? Well, I'm not sure. Okay. Well, <laughs> but we but we also found that they said things like we listen well. Right. We ask a lot of questions. We're interested in what they're doing. Right. Not always just telling them how interesting we are. Right. So we had a, it was really good for us to spend some time with our kids to talk about this. So but let's get into the nine so tips. So the first one. First one is really a reflection. Take stock of the situation. How bad is it? How bad is your current relationship with your adult children? And you want to open a dialogue. Absolutely. And again, think back on that relationship with your parents. And maybe if it's at a breaking point, get some professional help. Yeah, it's really important. Number two, recognize and respect your differences. You know, you parented those children for a long time. And like Mark said, you did the best you could. You know, you worked with what you had, and then you launched them into the world. Which is what we're supposed to do. Absolutely. But now they've developed. It's time for them to grow and change. You know, it's time for them to find maybe other influences, develop their own voice. And it could be a time to set some boundaries. Like I did. I, I, I Listen, it was the hardest thing I did was to pull my kids away from my dad. But it was important to do. It didn't change him. And my kids now, 
I believe, have a much different respect of alcoholism. So that, so, so that was helpful. But setting boundaries is really important. And if you need to do it, you need to do it. The third thing is to try to understand where they're coming from. I mean, really listen. Listen to try to understand and to ask questions. Have empathy. And one point that's always really hard for me is try not to always fix everything. Don't be a fixer. Let's you know, talk just, about that. Just we, listen we with some about, empathy. Because we, you know, that's that's your MO. It is. Kids come to you with a problem and they say, you know, I have this, 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 and this, and you immediately want to fix it. You know, the kids don't necessarily want right. that. They really want to be heard first. And then you can offer that they need advice or not. But you really want to understand where they're coming from, and that's it. Right. Right. Um, the fourth one respond and don't react right yes we did yes. an entire youtube on this and it's going to be in the notes below you know it's really a time for you to listen reflect ponder take five if you need a pause right but don't react really come back with a thoughtful response so when we say react you know it's your reaction is really you saying something you haven't really given any thought to you hear something and your children might be halfway through the sentence and you know exactly just what you want to say, that's a reaction. So making sure that you sit back, pause, and listen carefully and quietly, like Jody said, and just slow down. So you can't take it back. You know, right. when you react, you can't take it back. Right. You've already done it. So the fifth one is try to avoid power plays. You know, using money as a leverage, you know, if they need something, they need to be bailed out. But then you don't have full say over what they do with the rest of the, with the rest of their lives. And along with that is this idea of ultimatums. Giving them an ultimatum in that power play conversation never works. All right. Number six, do things with your children that you love doing together. We love this one. You know, one of the things we do is try to do every two years a huge family vacation. Ooh, I think we're up this year. We, I hope we are. Uh, but do hobbies and sports, um, shopping. You know, take your kids shopping one-on-one -on -one and buy them a few things. You know, my boys and I like to play golf, so we or, do golf trips. Or even, you know, like the girls and I will all read the same book. So it doesn't always have to be buying them things. You could read the same book or, you know, share some sort of memory. I call this really the big bucket of be a memory maker. All right. This one, making sure. Number seven. Number seven, a way to go deep in your relationship with your adult children. Make room in your life for their significant others. Now this might be hard. You know, we hear people all the time, oh, I don't really like him. She's, she's just not really good for him. Listen, your kids pick who they pick. Right. And it's really important that if they're really in love, you've got to find a way to make a relationship with this important person that's in your kid's life. And, and outside of just making room for them, make that connection important to you. Yeah. Because the more it's important to you, the more time you invest, the better you'll be. And get, just get to know them. Right. Absolutely. Number eight, be a consultant, not a CEO of their life. You know, it's not about running their world and their lives and making decisions for them. That's up to them. It's just about offering some expert advice, asking some questions, and give them some guidance. That's it. 
And if you start to shell out criticism, it's going to shut them down. So you have to be careful. Yeah, you do have to, you know, find a way to share your wisdom and do it with grace and humility without overstepping, but continuously supporting. I think that's really, really big. And number nine, foster open communication. And, and that doesn't just mean with what you say. It's the tone of your voice your posture, your nonverbal cues, rolling of your eyes. Yeah, you're or, a good eye roller. I am. Yeah, particularly to me. Uh, um, but it's your body language and your facial e expressions. You know, it's a, it's a big part of how people pick up on how you're communicating. So that was the nine. And we're going to give you our surefire way to, to start a process. But, you know, the decision I made with my dad was tough. But we all survived it. Right. We talked about it a lot, and over time, he understood why we did what we did. And had we not talked about it, and had we not worked through it, it definitely could have broken our family apart, but it didn't. And that's not what we want for your family. So here's a quick exercise to begin the process. First, might sound silly, write down the name of all your kids. Just write them down. We have six, so we have to make a list. Big list. Next thing on the list is write down everything good and healthy about your relationship with that child one at a time. And make the list long. I mean, just keep focusing and writing everything that's good about it. We want right. to focus on the positive because the next thing you're going to do is make a list of everything you love about who they are. What is it that that when you think of them, you think of this positive thing. And then and the then fourth the thing to do is to make a list of areas that you want to work on with that particular relationship. Yeah, not a list of things that they're bad no. at or why you don't love them. A list of things you want to work on. And then the last step, number five, is set up a call. Or better yet, get some time with them. Have a coffee. Absolutely. You, you know, be kind and thoughtful. Focus on the positive. Be interested in what they're doing. Not interesting, but interested. You know, chip away at the areas that need work one at a time. So guys, we hope you enjoyed this. Do us a favor. We really want to get out in front of as many people as we can. So share it with your friends. Please hit the subscribe button by clicking the button below. And don't forget, Join our free Facebook community and follow us on all social media, Instagram and everything else. All the links are below. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. And we look forward to being back with you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also want to change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. 
This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube, where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening. 